Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Fen Fanatic Podcast. It's my honor to introduce my guest today, my PT slash one of my really good friends, Miss Erica Hoffner Martin. So, Erica, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, like how you know how we know each other and your connection to the sports world? Gotcha. Well, my name is Erica. I'm a physical therapist. So I've been working with Parker for the last like year, almost year and a half. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I grew up playing softball and was lucky enough to play in college at Florida State University for uh, from 2011 to 2013. I got my no, I got my no <laughs> shirt. Got this. Love I it. got this one when I went to when I went to the when I went when me and Dad went to Tallahassee for the Duquesne game. And let me tell you, worst <laughs> experience ever. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, it was a good experience, but the weather was horrible. Like yes. there was like a. Ugh, oh my gosh. It's not often why. that you would spend two hours waiting to see Duquesne play football. But... And that is why all stadiums should be enclosed, meaning a roof, because it sure as heck, like, because, like, you know, think of it, like, the game probably didn't start till like, 6 or 7 o'clock or something. Yeah, that's a long Parker, but that's not just the Florida State shirt, though. I think it's important for everyone to see, like, who that is. Gene Deckerhoff, long-time Deckerhoff. boss of the Seminoles who retired. Absolutely. All right. Back to your guest, Parker. All right. So, Erica, question number one. What... A- Okay, so this is kind of a two-parter. Part number one, what is your favorite stadium that you've played in, like you played in as a softball player, other than Florida State, of course, because we don't want any bias on this podcast. Okay, let's see. My favorite stadium that we've played in. Um, When I was in college, we played at LSU a couple times, and they have a very nice facility. Um, But when I was younger, I got to play at the uh, Hall of Fame Stadium in Oklahoma City where they host the World Series. So we got to play like on that actual field. And that was a very cool experience. Oh, you're breaking up. So and then second part of the question, your favorite stadium you visited as a fan, but of course not FSU because we don't want any bias, Mm -hmm. like I said. I guess my favorite stadium that I visited as a fan is probably Wrigley Field. Nice. Up nice. in Chicago. It's yeah. super small. It's old. So it's a little more intimate, I think, than some of the other big baseball stadiums. Um, but I'm I'm from Chicago originally. I was born there. So the Cubs are my number one team. So I never get to go up there, though. So we got to go to a Cubs game recently, and it was a lot of fun. So, um... So I'm going to add on a little bit of that. So you said you're from Chicago and you're a Cub fan. Is yes. is there like is is there like an evenly split ratio of Cubs fans and White Sox fans in Chicago or does it just or is it or is it more like north south meaning more Cubs fans on the north and more White Sox fans in the south side of Chicago? I think it's kind of both. So the White Sox stadium, yeah, it, like you said is on the south side of the city, so it's a little past like where Soldier Field is, where the Bears play currently and then north side up in Wrigleyville is Cubs fans but I I feel like there's a fairly even number on both sides and you're die hard you're either one or the other too nice okay Mark, you've what never is... been to Wrigley Field right but you have been to... I've been to the White Sox stadium but never Wrigley Field no 
Well, have you told Miss Erica what you did when you were at the White Sox I, game? I got to say play ball. You Honestly, did? One of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> I had no idea about that. That's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> Go on, Parker. Sorry. All right. So, next question. What is the greatest sports moment of your career? The greatest sports moment of my career, um, probably when my sophomore year at FSU, we, as an underdog, came back to win regionals at South Alabama. So we had gotten into the loser's bracket, I think, after our first game. So we had to claw our way back through a double elimination tournament to get back to the uh, championship series. And in the championship series, it's... If you're in the loser's bracket, you've got to beat that team twice, which nice. is typically a very challenging thing to do. And I remember South Alabama had a very good pitcher at the time. She threw hard and we were down, I want to say six to one in going into the seventh inning. We got a run. And then loaded up the bases, and my teammate Kelly hit a grand slam that hit the scoreboard. And, and then, and then let the and then let the bugs swarmeth. And yes, like a plague or something out of a movie, you just saw this giant swarm of termites fly out of this old wooden scoreboard. My dad was watching uh, the game cast online and said that it looked like it was snowing or something because that's how many bugs were flying around. And so it just looked awful on TV. That, but oh. we ended up going to extra innings. We tied it up and then we won seven to six. And that led us to the school's first super regionals appearance. And we went to Austin, Texas to play the Longhorns. I mean... That goes to show you, I guess that's how, I, I guess back in the day, scoreboards were basically just like, like retire, like old, like rest homes, apparently. For um, bugs. Yeah, ten, 10 years ago, back in the day. Uh-huh. And by rest <laughs> homes, I mean like, like condos and stuff. Cause I, like, I think you can, like at, at uh, Fenway, you can literally live inside of the, of the scoreboard, bruh. Well, so the scoreboard at Fenway is definitely much bigger than the scoreboard was <laughs> at South Alabama. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, and it was it was an electric scoreboard too. So huh. I really don't, I have no idea where these bugs came from. It was just the most bizarre thing that I had ever seen. Okay, who was your favorite coach or mentor and why? Ooh, that's hard. Um... I think I really have to give it to my travel coaches growing up who were also my best friend's parents. They were my best friend's dads. I was very lucky to play on a team with a small group of my closest friends for like five years. And hmm. so we got really good as a team because of how well we knew each other. And that connection with your teammates is just so important. And so having my friends, dads as my coaches, sure, there were some, maybe some downsides to that as well, but you, I knew that they were always on my side. They were always uplifting and encouraging. And that's what I think really made me feel confident. Like I could potentially make it to play in college because playing at a division one level you know, it's really hard. And I 
didn't know if it was going to happen for me or not. I wanted to try. I wanted to see if I could do it. Um, and they really had a major hand in getting me to that point. Okay. Next question. What is the number, what is number one on your bucket list of sporting events you, you want to attend? Ooh, that's hard. I don't know. I mean, my, so my current big obsession is formula one. So Eric and I, my husband, Eric and I, for our honeymoon, got to go to the British Grand Prix in England. So we're trying to get to one of the North American races. So that might be the number one thing on my sports bucket list right now. Because um, we're, we're slowly knocking th some things off. I think that's probably my number one, though. Mm -hmm. And also okay. to take Eric to a Florida State football game because he's still never been. Whoa. I know. We but might be able to help with that. We might I, be able to help with that. I've been telling him. So right now we're <clears> planning <throat> on doing Ireland next year, but I yes. need him to be I, like yes. in Joe Campbell as an FSU fan doing the war chant in Tallahassee. Yes. And yes. until that happens, it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, can I can I ask you a question? So sure. at, so so uh Georgia Tech has a home game on uh September the 9th. Which also, which also happens to be my birthday. So I do you know of anyone who has season tickets to tech who can um, who can like I do. I do know some people who have season tickets. I will say they will probably not be very expensive tickets though either. Yeah, I'm trying to like I'm I'm trying like, Yeah, tell her like, what game you want to go to, Parker. South Carolina State. The crazy thing is like almost all of the tickets are gone. South no. Carolina State. Are you joking? Look, well, Who Parker, let's give respect. Respect. You have to have respect for your HBCUs, okay? They travel well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, no. I'm pretty sure that everyone who bought tickets probably didn't buy tickets to the game. They probably just bought tickets to see the halftime show. So I, 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 I like to going to be a fantastic halftime show. So I'm, but, so like, I'm hoping that there, that some sort of miracle happens that allows me to go to that game. I'm sure we can find a way for you. As far okay. as I know, day of tickets, though, tend to be fairly affordable. Uh, okay. Favorite memory of me? <laughs> Favorite memory of you? Oh, okay. Ooh. I still think it's... <laughs> oh, no. I think the first time I met you, the first day I treated you, was just so fun for me because I am not typically a pediatric physical therapist. I thought I would be really good at it when I was in school. Turns out I am not wonderful at it, but you and I really, really bonded over sports the first day that we met. And so do you remember that game we played where I stuck oh, yeah. sticking it and, 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 and then that like brought like Stop, like that like shot an arrow in my heart like oh I want to collect sticky notes so bad. Yes, and then I realized did. But then I realized, oh, I guess collecting sticky notes is going to be hard. It, yes, I, I feel like that that's a challenging thing to collect. But I just thought that that was such a fun and also like great thing that we could do in physical therapy. And finding that connection with someone is such an important thing in this field because you're in PT for a long time normally. 
So if there's nothing for us to talk about and bond over, it makes that hour session a little challenging. <laughs> so I feel like the first day that we got to hang out, you and I just hit it off immediately. And I am very happy that I've gotten to be as lucky as I have been to keep working with you over the last like 15 months. Yeah. Okay. So last question to finish it all off. What do you think, in your honest opinion, is the greatest sports moment of all time? Oh, man. I mean, I'm probably a little biased. Um, first, I would say the Cubs winning the World Series in 2016. Uh, I stayed up and watched every single game. It was my first semester of physical therapy school, so I probably shouldn't have done so. But they broke a 108-year streak of losses. So that was just so much fun to watch. And I don't know if I will see that in my lifetime again. So I'm going to cherish that memory for as long as I can. Which sparks a little bit of Cubs lore. Do you remember the infamous Billy Goat curse? Yes. I mean, how could it, that is literally, that is sports superstitions on another level. How can an animal eating your grass Cause bad luck for a hundred years. I think well, that, you know honestly, baseball players are some of the most superstitious athletes in in all of sports. I honestly, sports superstition is a bunch of malarkey to me because everyone knows <laughs> losses don't happen because of because of how like who plays. It's how they play. You're right. You're very right about that. I think it's more like <clears throat> a comfort thing for people. You know, like once you get into a routine. If you don't do that routine it like it feels like something is off you know so if there's something that they got to do with their gloves if they have to look at their bat if they got to make a, a mark in the in the batter's box before they get in it's like they don't feel completely ready until they do that so i i can understand it a little bit but parker there have been a number of wins based on hail mary so can we say at least that like prayer affects the outcome ricardo of the game lewis. right ricardo <laughs> lewis baby ricardo lewis Doug Flutie. Uh, oh, shoot. And then, um, oh, and then the time that Deion Sanders took it all the way back against um, Clemson. Wait, was, wait, Deion Sanders That's not was a Hail a Mary there. Wait, That's just Deion standard Sanders practice. Deion Sanders was a punt returner? What? And a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they didn't call him Neon Dion for nothing. Prime. You know that's Coach Prime. Why, you know, that's why the Braves do the war chant. War chant. Absolutely Deion Sanders. Right. Yeah, baby. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Erica, thank you for your, for taking time out of your day to be on my podcast. And to the listeners, I want to say thank you all for tuning in. And don't forget, you can like like us on Facebook. And then check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher. We're everywhere. So, once again, this is Parker Grilecki, the fan and fanatic, along with my co-host. Dad. Ryan Grilecki. And I just want to say thank you all for listening one more time. One more time, thank y'all for listening and see y'all. Oh, and by the way, Erica, don't leave yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs>